Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Straight from your waking nightmare, it's the Morning After podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, the Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With a large selection of cars, SUVs, crossovers, and trucks, and payments as low as $250 a month, Rob and his crew have exactly what you need. And with one of Idaho's largest Subaru service centers, Rob and his crew have got you taken care of with express oil changes in under 45 minutes guaranteed, or it's free. And now, Nick and Big J. Oh! Hey everybody, good morning to you, your family, your loved ones, people you hate and despise. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J, and we are here on a Monday morning, the 23rd day of January 2023. 12323 to you numerologists out there. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over yonder. Yeah. We are here after a weekend, and uh, it doesn't happen too often, Big J. I think pretty much since the show's inception, Joe Esposito's You're the Best Around has been our theme song. You understand? Yeah. We've had certain uh, you know versions of it performed, uh, usually acoustically, by some of our friends as favors. Started out with... Uh, with <laughs> Pete Mitchell. Yes, Pete no Mitchell from No More Kings uh, of Sweep the Leg fame uh, performed it acoustically for us, ironically or unironically, one of the two. Uh, then it transformed into Hailstorm, and uh, now it's Matt Heafy of Trivium that have all done us the favor of recording this song just for us. And it's called You're the Best Around, and it doesn't happen too often, but every once in a while, the song is actually the truth, Big and uh, we get an opportunity to actually say, hey, thank you to the Treasure Valley, because Friday we got our report card, and uh, we're the number one morning show in the Treasure Valley, Big Jay. Crazy. Do you, is that, does that Crazy. mean... Crazy. <laughs> wait, are you trying to do Craig Gass's yeah, Tracy, Tracy Morgan? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so thank you, everybody, for uh, giving I, us an opportunity to stay employed for now. Best a short weekend run. ever. Oh, really? Okay. Whoa. What Most happened? R- was relaxing. Okay, <laughs> it is nice to like, be a good news. Like this it? particular, this particular one, there was a lot of stress. Okay, yes, there was a lot. Of stress. As much as we would like to pretend like there wasn't, super stressed out. So yeah, man, it was a great relax. I got to sleep. Yeah, soundly. How is that? Tell me about oh, it. Oh, I, w- I want to sleep vicariously through. What you. happened? Uh, I don't know. So, uh, here's a, Take it easy now, man. No, first thing that happened was, uh, well, I had the boys this weekend, so sleep is always questionable oh, yeah. at best. But then uh, last night, went to bed like right at 10 o'clock on the nose like a baby. I was so excited. And then it's, this has never happened before. I've had to wake up to go to the bathroom. But I woke up at like 1.30, and I was so thirsty I couldn't believe it. Like I was parched, which is weird Were because you I dreaming about drinking. Something? I was. If oh, I was man. dreaming about something. I don't remember what it was. But oh, I had killed like a whole thing of water right before I went to bed. So I'm like, it's so weird that I'm so thirsty right now. And I woke up at 1:30 to grab a drink, and I went to the fridge to grab some water, and then nothing. I could not go back to sleep to save my life, oh, and man. I was very upset about it. When I would get that thirsty, I would I would have dreams about drinking. Something. Is it usually because I do remember dreaming about distilling urine? Does that make sense? Yeah, that's something you dreamt about. Yeah, dysentery. You were gonna have. You were afraid you were gonna wake up with dysentery. Is that how you get dysentery? 
I thought it was a poop thing. It's bad drinking water. Uh, morning after with Nick and Big J. Today on the show, we have an opportunity for you to go to some tribute bands. That's going to happen. Plus, we also... <laughs> and and that's the number one morning show, folks. Yep. We went right to dysentery in the first break. Everybody talking about poop and pee. Uh, that's what you tuned in for. Uh, plus, we have an opportunity to ask the morning after. God, I hope it's not about dysentery. And, of course, we also have a chance for you to go to hell along with us. A nice story featuring drugs, Big J. So it's going to be a good Great. morning. And we play music. Let's get started with the Red Hot Chili Peppers under the bridge, speaking of drugs, here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J on the X Rocks. On The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Big J, true or false, we love Zuboise. Yeah, man, we do. I have a chance to talk to Jeff from Zuboise on a fairly regular basis. Always something cool happening there. And they got some good news last week. The MJ Murdoch Charitable Trust has donated a total of $1.25 million to the Treasure Valley nonprofit organizations. Uh, $750,000 going to the Boise Rescue Mission. Another half million dollars going to the Boise Zoo. So the question becomes, hey, what's going to Zoo Boise going to do with that money, dude? And they're going to use that to revamp its Red Panda exhibit. You understand? That oh. was built as a temporary structure back in 2004, but uh, the zoo has said it had a couple of successful breeding programs for red pandas, and so they need to have a larger area for them, and they hope to have that area renovated by 2024. That means they're going to have three different outdoor habitats for the pandas, including some overhead walkways, a space for a nursery for cubs, additional climbing areas, and more. So that's pretty awesome, man. It's always cool when the zoo can do some improvements to their area, as that continues to be a pretty big deal. They've had a chance to remodel a couple times over the last couple of years and add some really cool exhibits and stuff to the zoo. And now that, uh, thanks to a very big charitable donation, they have another chance to do that. Great, man. I like that idea. Congratulations to them. Also to the Boise Rescue Mission as well for that nice donation from the MJ Murdoch Charitable Trust. Well, Big J, three and one on your playoff picks for the divisional weekend. I I will say this. I'll uh, take it. I was, it was a bit underwhelming. How about that? Only because until the last, until the last game, there were no lead changes. All those games were not any, I mean, the, the, the team that grabbed the lead early was the team that was in command of that game the entire way. And so there wasn't a lot of drama, I guess, other than the Pat Mahomes injury, would he come back or wouldn't he? The Chiefs still led that game throughout and never really had a challenge from the Jaguars. Uh, 27-20, to 20, the final score. And then the Eagles just boat raced the Giants. Yeah, apparently, that was the worst game, obviously. Apparently clearly. it is easy to beat a team three times in a year. Uh, but uh, you know what? Also, the Bengals absolutely dominated the Buffalo Bills. They dominated yeah, yeah. them, man. Uh, and so the Bengals won easily at Buffalo, 27 to 10. And then the game, certainly of the weekend, was the 49ers and the Cowboys. Uh, only two touchdowns in that game. It was a defensive battle to be sure. And uh, the 49ers won 19 to 12 last night. So you're going back to the NFC Championship, Big J, which is old hat for the 49ers, of course. At this point, you still hate Kyle Shanahan? Uh, yeah, you yeah. He'll, he'll probably screw this up in the end. Uh, so you're not, you're still not a fan of Kyle Shanahan. Got that. Uh, but, uh, I was wondering, I mean, listen, you know, I don't like Mike McCarthy, right? Oh God. Uh, Yeah. But it is strange to me sometimes how like in certain situations with certain teams, the coach 
100% of the time gets the blame. And in other situations on other teams, it's the players that get the blame. And McCarthy's one of those guys that he gets the blame. Now, listen, it was piss poor clock management. I'm not going to argue. He definitely McCarthy that game towards the end. But Kellen Moore's calling those plays. Uh, and so there's that that you need to take into consideration. But number two, Dak Prescott played like hot garbage in that yeah. game. There were so many open dudes. Oh, and, Ty- he, and he was throwing this double, triple coverage. Yeah. I mean, T.Y. Hilton awful. was open quite a bit. It was a really bad game yeah. by Dak Prescott, yeah. who, by the way, is making $40 million a year. And I'm not a Dak Prescott hater. I think he's actually a decent. Well, but you can't have your quarterback. He hasn't played decent You this can't year. have your quarterback play that way against a very good 49ers defense. I don't want to take anything away. But everybody's hanging this on McCarthy when, in reality, Dak Prescott, if he doesn't throw those two interceptions, one of them in the red zone, the other right into double coverage, this is a Cowboys victory easily. And, you know, I was surprised, too, that um, you know, you've got a rookie on the left tackle and he did a pretty good job against Bosa. Sure. You know, they didn't really get a bunch, they didn't get any, I don't think they got any sacks. They got a lot of pressures, yeah. but they didn't, you know, put Dak under the ground and I was surprised by that at some point uh, versus uh, the kind of pass rush you got from the Cowboys. Yeah, and so, uh, I mean, Jerry Jones after the game said Mike McCarthy's safe, uh, yeah. but with Sean Payton floating around there, I'm not sure I buy it 100%. Because that's his, that's who he's wanted. That's who he's wanted. Why wouldn't you trade those and, but all, instantly? And that's the, well, because it costs you picks. That's the other thing. Jerry Jones seems like the du- guy it's dumb enough to mix. give away two picks. I don't think Sean Payton's that much of a difference maker to be perfectly honest. I mean, it's not like he was killing it those last couple years with the Saints. He really wasn't. Well, let's look but, at where the Saints are the last couple seasons. No, I understand, him. but that's more about personnel than it is about the coach. I don't think, I, I mean, look what he did with the last year with Jameis Winston as his quarterback. Not great. Remember, they were 4-12 and when he decided to leave. So, I mean, it's going to be a very interesting offseason, to be sure, for the Cowboys because they've got a lot of money tied up in Dak and Zeke, and both of them not exactly getting the job done currently. Uh, Speaking of other sports, Big J, Saquon Barkley ready to be a free agent. Uh, We'll see what ends up happening in that route. Also, Daniel Jones leaving the uh, Giants, maybe. They decided not to pick up his option, which now they're probably regretting because if that's the case and they want to keep him around, it's going to cost him way more than his fifth-year option would have cost him. So we'll see what ends up happening as free agency is going to start to loom for some of these playoff teams as well. And once again, Big J, a pretty big win for Avatar. Not only was it the number one movie in America again for the seventh straight week, another $20 million in box office money, it also became the sixth movie ever to cross the $2 billion mark in international box office. So uh, The Way of the Water was a very big hit for James Cameron. James Cameron has three of the six movies that have topped $2 billion, which is bananas. When yeah, it is bananas. That. I mean, now granted, Marvel has two, but still, it's it's nuts. I mean, Disney has the other three. Yeah, and, I that, guess and, and the Marvel seems that's a that's a uh, a whole um, group of people help you know doing it. This yeah. is just James Cameron, and it took twenty five movies to get to that point. Yeah. You know, before they got to Endgame, which is the movie that got in there, and Infinity War, which is crazy when you think about that as well. Uh, Puss in Boots came in second place, missing third. Megan fourth, and A Man Called Otto came in fifth for the U.S. box office this weekend. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. That is Ghost. That is Spillways here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Just a heads up, everybody. Valentine's Day is coming up pretty quick, Big J. Uh, Any plans for the missus? I'm trying to make some. You gonna like surprise her with like some reservations somewhere? Or are you doing something even more romantic? No, than it? it's hard to with her work schedule to make surprise her. That's but true. 
trying to come up with something for, for us to do. Well, uh, is she a Friends fan? Does she like the television show no. Friends? No. Then this is not in her wheelhouse. But there are plenty of people that do. And if you are familiar with this, famously, I have not watched an entire episode of Friends. I have picked up some things through osmosis, but uh, the people over at Brock's, the candy company, Big J, yeah, uh, they are trying to cash in on some pop culture cred, and they are putting together a limited edition version of their candy conversation hearts that are so popular around Valentine's Day. Uh, but they are going to feature phrases from the television show Friends. And I need your help figuring out what the hell some of these mean, okay? I know what how you doing means. That was uh, Matt LeBlanc's like, catchphrase. Yeah. That I get. I know pivot because that was famously one of those things that uh, that Ross and Rachel were going through, right? Like they pivoted from a relationship to a friendship and then out of it kind of a thing. Yeah, I suppose. I'm not as familiar with that as if you would say we're on a break. Uh, that Well, that's not going to be on a, a Valentine's would, Day conversation. That would, yeah, that would be uh, But these pudding. other ones I'm going to need help with. Do you know what you're my lobster means? Nah, I don't remember. That is one of the phrases that's going to be on these candies. Do you know what moo point means? No. Do you know what Oh My God is with a W? I think that's got to be like Chandler's ex-wife or ex-girlfriend. She used to say stuff in a really like overbearing a accent. New York accent. Yeah. Uh, latte? I mean, I know it was Central Perk was yeah. the name of the place, no. but latte? I mean, so you're about as much help as I am when it comes I, to these it's things. It's not like I was a huge fan of Friends, man. <laughs> well, so, I know you watched more than I did. I thought something would I be I have a hard time stick. retaining the series stuff I watched two weeks ago. <laughs> That's because you alone. binge it. Yes, exactly. You didn't binge Friends that much, I know. Uh, but they are available in stores right now. So if you have a Friends fan in your life and these phrases like You're My Lobster, Moo Point, uh, Latte mean things to you, then uh, this is something that you may want to get for them as a treat. Do not let this be the only thing you get them for Valentine's Day. These are like $1.89, guys. you got to go harder than that. But what I'm saying is it is an opportunity for you to maybe specialize your Valentine's Day treat for something that they enjoy. And sometimes that means the world. Do you understand? Yeah. And there's a lot of Friends fans out there. That much I know. Uh, I just uh, I just don't happen to be one of them. So none of these make any sense to me. But I wanted to at least bring that to your attention. Mostly to let you know that, hey, Valentine's Day is February 14th. So make sure you're... You got some sort of plan in the cooker. And if you don't, this is, makes a good gift. But they're limited edition, so get them while you can. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Big J and I are not qualified in any way to give out life advice. But yeah, that's not going to stop us from doing so. Ask the Morning Afters coming up next on the x Rocks. That's Jed Coldheart Bitch here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Lots of ways to reach out to the show. You can find us on Twitter at Nick and Big J. We have The Morning After with Nick and Big J Facebook page. You can always text us at 208-287-1003. If there is a question you have for us, we are happy to answer, help you out in any way we can. We call it Ask The Morning After. Who are we helping out today, Big J? Yeah, we're helping out Nora. And <laughs> this is pretty funny. Uh, I know this is going to sound weird, but do you guys know anything about chickens? My husband has wanted chickens for years. Growing up, his family had a small chicken coop in their backyard. I've laughed off the idea of us doing the same. Now, I know this egg supply issue won't last forever, but do you think it would be a good idea to help out in the meantime? Now, this is something that I would never consider myself, uh, but here's what I do know about chickens because I haven't been around them a whole hell of a lot. I know they're a lot more work than you think they are. Like putting together, a, uh, you know, you're having your own coop back there and making sure they're taken care of. I know it's a lot of like work, right? 
Oh, yeah. Uh, so my uh, brother and uh, his wife, uh, uh, Lynette, they uh, own a farm in uh, Minnesota, uh-huh. a small little uh, place, and it's in the middle of nowhere, uh, and they have, uh, they have like 100 chickens. That's a lot of chickens. It is a lot of chickens. I, I would say just even 15 chickens is a lot of work. It's just, it, it just you know, I mean, it's uh, you got to make sure they're taken care of. Uh, you got to feed them. You got to let them, you know, have some room and you got to make sure they're safe. Um, so, you know, you want to make sure you've got a nice fenced in area to keep away. Pred- it is not as easy as it sounds, but on the other hand, it can be really, um, you know, very fruitful when it comes to things like the eggs and, uh, and all of that. When so, you went to visit your brother in Minnesota, did he make you breakfast with some of those chicken eggs? Uh, maybe. You don't I know? I mean, I don't remember. <laughs> Do you remember like eating like at his place and having like well, some of the I mean, food from the animals that he Yeah, has? sure. Yeah. I mean, fresh eggs are good. Yeah, I mean, no. It's not like they're super different though either. No, I understand. But I mean, when you're trying to cut costs or you think, I, here's what I'm saying. I understand that eggs are expensive right now. But if you're, so, I'm not sure this is a solution that the layman should be looking into. Having your own chicken coop <laughs> yeah, in your backyard. Yeah, if you've never had uh, chickens or never, uh, you know, maybe have experience using them, it might, might, it might be the best time to step in and... Because uh, that's the one thing. Like, also, from what I here's what I, I can also tell. Like, you know, every once in a while you'll drive by. Uh, like, I know, for example, on my way home from work, there is a house in the back in the backyard that has several chickens. Okay. I see it as I pass by the street. And the one thing that I always enters my mind as I drive by that house is that backyard's a mess. <laughs> and so chicken uh, poop everywhere. Right. It's like I know they're messy, and I'm sure they're saving them money in the long run. But like, is it worth like completely tearing apart? part your backyard know. for it Probably. also noisy yes yes that's also true i don't think that the pros and cons here work out in your favor i don't think so chickens. either but it, listen if you have the room if you have the desire if you have the know-how to do this i've got no problem with you doing it but if you're like asking two guys on the radio if you should start a chicken coop you probably already know the answer yeah uh and and my wife for a while has tried to say hey we should have chickens and i'm like no <laughs> hell to the no <laughs> Is it? Why does she want chicken for the eggs? Oh, they're so cute. Oh, oh. And and oh. and and to be able to harvest eggs and this and that. And of course, my family has some. And I'm like, eh, no, it's too much work. And then now we got a dog. I mean, he would rip those things to to hell and back. I do you think chickens are cute? Me? Yes. No, I don't. Yeah, I think they look like a horror show. But yeah. uh, I, 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 your wife also thinks that like big old cows are cute too, right? Right. That's the other thing. So yeah, I she get thinks it. her food is real cute. Love, yeah. You can't name what you eat, everybody. That's that's a can. bad idea. Or you can, I suppose. Yeah, that's that's the path to uh, being a psychopath. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Again, ask the morning after if you have any questions for us. We're available on Twitter at Nick and Big J. The morning after with Nick and Big J on Facebook, or you can always text us those questions. We'll have another one next week. Coming up in a few minutes, we got your important stuff. Hold tight for that. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, allow me to introduce you to the new term that's going out called male menopause. You're probably very familiar with it. Basically, what ends up happening is once you hit the age of 45, you start to go downhill in a lot of things that you were doing just fine with your body. You start to lose your hair. Your testosterone levels got to go down. You're always talking about your low T. You have some muscle loss. You got depression. Next thing you know, you're getting fat. 
And Darn all these things are a result of what's called male menopause. And doctors are trying to bring a little bit more awareness to this condition that's impacting millions upon millions of men here in the United States. It's called andropause is the technical term, but the University of Wisconsin is trying to bring a little bit more awareness by using a term that people are already aware with uh, of called menopause and bringing it into the light for the male sex as well. Basically, uh, low, testosterone, it, low testosterone impacts about 12% of men in their late 40s, early 50s, 19% of men in their 60s, and then once you hit your 70s, you're up to 28%. And men with low testosterone can choose hormone therapy to combat symptoms. You, of course, you can work out, eat a bunch of magnesium-rich foods. Like what, Big J? What's got magnesium in it? I have you know this. no idea. Eggs, fatty fish. Oh, man. Chomp it down. Those also have been known to increase testosterone levels, but with it, maybe that's why the eggs are so gone, Big yeah, K. Listen to Frank Thomas, the big hurt. <laughs> he looks great. And your lady will love it, too. <laughs> Frank Thomas, stop talking about my lady. Yeah, watch your mouth. And so uh, if that's one of those things that you're going through, it may be time to talk to your doctor about this. Again, late 40s, early 50s is when it starts to kick in. So keep that in mind as you start to get older. It's not fun. Getting older is not fun no matter what. But now you guys got another couple things to worry about. Although these are already things that you're worried about. It just has a label on it now. Yeah. Is really what it boils down to. Chiefs beat the Jaguars. Eagles all over the Giants. The Bengals beat the Bills. And the 49ers defeated the Cowboys in the divisional matchup. So we got the AFC and NFC championship set up. It is the Chiefs and the Bengals, the Chiefs hosting, so that neutral site no longer is a thing. And, of course, we also have the 49ers traveling to Philadelphia to take on the number one seed uh, Eagles in their matchup. It'll be the Eagles and the 49ers early game, uh, Chiefs-Bengals the late game on Sunday for Championship Sunday. Uh, the question now becomes, how banged up is Patrick Mahomes for the Kansas City Chiefs? And MRI was done this morning. He has a high ankle sprain, which shouldn't surprise anybody. That's pretty much what they diagnosed him with Saturday. But what? I just can't believe he was out there hobbling on one leg, and they were letting him do that. Yeah, well, I mean, right. When they were leading, that seems... But you also, like, the big thing is keeping it loose. And if you're down and you need him, you don't want him to come back after he's been resting. That's going to be bad. But I'm sure... It, well, you know he was visibly angry when he went out, so he yeah. was positive he could play. But he de- it was definitely impacting him. There's but no the, the hubris, though, to think that he can play better on one leg... Well, guess you know, what? Just, I think he can over Chad Henney. I think I think a one leg Chad Henney came in and didn't start turning the ball over. No, well, yeah, but you need more than just not turning the ball over to win games. Man, otherwise, you'll ha- otherwise you'll have zero points. But you know, it, it is something that they're keeping an eye on, and uh, they'll say he plans to play in Sunday's AFC Championship game. Listen, they'll shoot him up with God knows what. He'll be just fine and ready to go for Sunday. Uh, of course, uh, as the world uh, outside of Idaho turns more acceptable into gambling, it is interesting to find out that how the NFL walks a really, really interesting line between the legalized world of gambling, the fact that they have their very own uh, you know, sports book that they attach themselves with and run bets with and everybody picking against the spread and all the broadcasts and them talking about it, but also it being very illegal for all their players to take part in any part of gambling. But they're going to blur that line even more as the Washington Commanders have announced they're going to open the NFL's first sports book in sta- inside their stadium. 
they announced that on Friday they're partnering with Fanatics to do so. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals opened up a sports book in September that's outside the stadium, but now we have you can place bets on the game you're watching at the game you're at. Uh, at the NFL game, so that's very, very interesting. Uh, that happened because Maryland approved that back on August 17th. They have a five-year license, so it's going to be running for a while. So now get ready to gamble at sporting events. That's going to be happening very, very soon, and it makes sense. I mean, this is the direction things are going, so don't be surprised. Big J, I am sure you watched the trailer for The Mandalorian. Is that correct? Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, you and about 84 million other yeah. people. Uh, the trailer for the third season of The Mandalorian has broken records with 83.4 million views in the first 24 hours. Uh, Disney says that this takes the cake when it comes to Star Wars Disney Plus series and the trailer and the anticipation for it. So people are jacked for the new Mandalorian season as well they should be because this is the way. And that's what we need to do is watch it and make sure that we're ready for season three, which is going to be dropping on Disney Plus yeah. this you know year. What? Go ahead and just rewrite all of Star Wars through this series. What are you talking about? I don't know. How could they Go do that? Go ahead and just, you know, do whatever you want. Don't don't listen. Don't don't feel like you need to fall into any canon here. Just continue to create things. Well, I mean, they could do that, but now they're bringing like canon into it, and that's where it starts to get a little bit confusing and weird. Because I think I think fans at heart were like, we don't care about all this stuff. We care about Grogu and the Mandalorian. Well, yeah, but now and they we care about. We want to see them go on adventures, and we want to see Grogu do Jedi stuff. You say that, but you also you talk about how you got teared up when you saw the oh, cartoon yeah. Luke Skywalker at the end of it too. So you also want to see no, the video game action Skywalker. Same thing. You it actually wanted to see the the Star Wars universe collide with this. And it has, in full force. And so now we'll see where it but goes. But I there. also know that that will start to ruin what the Mandalorian is great You with. are absolutely correct. And so that's why you have to be careful. I mean, you I know you like it and you like those moments that give you the goosebumps, but you have too many of those and it starts to turn into uh, the Book of Boba Fett and we all know where that goes. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. We got ourselves some We're Going to Hell action here. Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. If anybody out there would like some unsolicited legal advice, I've got some for you. Oh, man. Stop doing illegal stuff, guys. Oh. There was a time. Like, we're talking like Deadwood, Wild Wild West, Red Dead Redemption 2 kind of times where you could be a bad person doing illegal things. Hell, even like as early as like the 19, or as late as like the 1970s, maybe the 80s, you could get away with some stuff. You could. And I can understand why people would think that would be a viable option, although uh, a terrible one. I could understand why a life of crime was something that could seem, you know, I guess appealing to scumbags. You know what I mean? Yeah. The money was there, the riches, the ability to do all that kind the of money. stuff. Money. But th- gone are those days, man. I mean, there's just no way you can get away with anything anymore. Everything's on film. Everything leaves a trail. Your phone is a beacon. I mean, there's just no way you can get away with anything shady anymore. Digital evidence yes. is, is all around us. And then DNA, like touch DNA, like you don't have to leave a hair anymore. It's just the the remnants of your fingerprint alone carries DNA that they can find now. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. And so, yeah, you, and, and, and in fact, if you're not the person that's like, oh, I'm going to do my family history, somebody in your family <laughs> has done this DNA stuff and it connects to you whether you want it to or not. Yeah. 
You, you can't smoked. get away. You can't get away with anything. Big J watches Criminal Minds. He knows what's up. And so it's I'll like it's pointless. Now, of course, I know that that's not going to stop people from doing illegal stuff. But oh, what yeah. I'm saying is... Desperation will never end. It's so not worth it. There's just no way. And even, even let's say, you know, you do get caught doing illegal stuff. My other unsolicited legal advice is cop to everything as quickly as possible. No, lawyer up first. Because... We'll talk to the... Anybody. I mean, there, you trying to hide things only makes it worse because... You are not as smart as the technology that they use to capture you and to figure out the stuff that's going on. Accurate. I'm sorry. Accurate. You're just not. Because you've already been caught doing whatever it is that you're not supposed to be doing. You trying to cover your tracks is even more of a waste of time and energy. You should just go, yeah, yeah, you know what? You got me. Because today's We're Going to Hell story is all about somebody that got caught doing something illegal, then tried to hide the evidence, and was fooling nobody, and it just made things worse than it had to be. And of course, Big J, it comes from us from Florida. 57-year-old uh, Carmela Mendez was arrested on a warrant for failing to appear in court. Now, that's not that big of a deal. I mean, you're going to go to jail for a little while, but it's not the worst thing we've seen people do when we're going to hell, right? Yeah. She had been uh, arrested for stealing items from Walmart. That feels like we have one of those once a week. Um, we're going to hell. Uh, but as she was getting booked for the failure to appear in court connection, she an officer noticed something unusual, unusual as she walked through a full body scanner. So guess what that means, Big J? Good old-fashioned strip search time. You understand? Ugh. And as they were doing that, the officer noticed what appeared to be a glass pipe protruding from a private area, Big J. We've all been there. No, we haven't. And realizing haven't there. that she had been caught, that is when she pulled the pipe out, Ugh. threw it on the floor, and then stomped on it to try to destroy the evidence. And the officer was like, hey, <laughs> hey, man, you can't do that. I just saw it. I asked you what it was. You threw it on the floor and you broke it. That's a crack pipe, right? And she's like, crack pipe? No. No. That's a sex toy I was using, you see? And, and so the officer's like, hang on, what? No, no, that doesn't make any sense. And she's like, no, it was. I mean, you can't prove otherwise. And the officer goes, well, guess what? Actually, we can't. Because we could take not only, because not only does the glass that's all over the floor have remnants of drugs in it, we can also run a test to your body to see if that particular area of your body had drug residue in it. And now you've made hey, us have to do that. We're at the airport. We got a gynecologist handy. Bring him in or her. Where did you get this? Is at the airport? I don't know. It just seemed like an airport kind of thing. No, it was at the police station. And so, sure enough, they found drug remnants not only on the glass shards that were on the floor, but also all up in this lady. And so she was arrested for introducing contraband into a detention facility and tampering with evidence, as well as the other charges that she already has been facing. So once again, it's just not worth it to try to outsmart or try to stay one step ahead. First of all, you're probably high on crack, so you're not thinking with all of your facilities and faculties as well. And that becomes a problem, Are you too. high on crack? Are you high on crack cocaine? And uh, the answer to that will always probably be no. Um, and so you've got a whole other issue altogether. So once again, it's just not worth it, guys. It's not. There's too much stuff working against you. And the fact that you are probably high, not a good combination. So don't try to get away with it. It ain't going to work, and especially 
uh, if you're a Florida resident, you're already working against us so many different things as well. It's interesting to have a body scanner at the police station. Though. Yeah, well, I mean, that's that probably the way that they got around with having to strip search everybody. Yeah, and they only yeah. have to do it with those that necessitate. Uh, plus, again, it's Florida. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the x Rocks. is rise against that is savior here on the morning after with nick and big j big j i am going to give you possibly a life hack that may make your uh dinner or lunch a little bit better uh that is of course if you enjoy pizza do you enjoy pizza yeah of course man uh when was the last time you had some pizza uh it's been about two weeks all right two weeks or so uh do you when you go do you usually have it delivered do you make the run do you buy pizza for the whole family what's the standard operating procedure we have been through this before it's never fun I get upset. The best time I can enjoy myself is when my wife has gone on a trip and I can order pizza from wherever the hell I want, whatever combinations of toppings that I want, uh-huh. besides half pepperoni, half pineapple. Uh, oh my God, that's the really? That's yes. The, so do you go out for the pi- pepperoni side? Yes. Okay. It's all I have a choice to. That's, so pineapple's the only topping on that pizza? Yeah, isn't that weird? That is weird. Yeah, it, it's moronic. It's like a waste of half of pizza. And you don't get like a small pizza with your toppings on it to make I, you happy? I, 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 yes, and then everybody eats that one. And I'm like, okay, stay the hell away from my pizza. Get your own pineapple pizza. Eat the pizza pineapple pizza like I got for you. Well, I have a pizza hack that apparently is something because I, you know, I imagine living out in Middleton, there's a couple of places that are fairly close, but sometimes two. that means that you do have to make a little bit of a drive to get the pizza that you're looking for yeah. and the pizza that you want, especially if you're bringing it back home. Well, uh, there is a pizza hack. It's not even like something that's life changing, but it could make the pizza better for you if you're making those long drives or you know it's going to take a little bit of time before the everybody kind of digs into the pizza. And that pe- that hack is. Get your pizza uncut. Cut your pizza at your own house as opposed to getting it cut at the actual place and taking it home with you. Why is that, Big J? I don't know what they do with Chicago Connection. Uh, that's right. Well, sometimes you can ask for it sliced yeah. if you want to. Who but that? The idea is uh, if you are able to save the cutting until it actually gets to your door or in your actual house, uh, slicing pizza causes it to lose heat much, much faster. And so what happens is that pizza during its delivery process becomes soggy because some of the oil and sauce will seep into the crevices of the cuts that are created. And that what happens is it makes the pizza lose its heat faster. So if you order all your pizzas, and it's very easy to do this, you just say, hey, don't slice my pizza. I'll slice it at home. And if you have a pizza cutter, you can do this, of course. I mean, everybody sliced pizza before. Uh, it gives you an opportunity to have your pizza fresher, crisper, and actually hotter when it's delivered to your home, especially on those times where you have long delivery wait times. So some kind of thing that you may want to think about in the future, Big J. Nice. And you know what? Here's the thing. And people might call me a weirdo for this, but I seem to enjoy pizza more when it's cut in squares. Detroit style. Well, I don't know if that's a Detroit style or not. I mean, I know that that gets cut into squares. They're also usually... Deeper dish. Well, deeper dish or even there's other circular pizzas that are cut into square forms. The reason I say that is because it's just a childhood thing. Like, the the place that we would get pizza all the time, um, the Airport Inn is what it was called, the Mile City. And that's how they that's how they cut their pizzas. Really? So, like, so you I like, like the middle piece of the square oh, cheese. Oh, see, I hate and, that. Because it's, it's messy. You know what I mean? I know. I like messy. <laughs> 
That's true. I mean, you do you do actually personify Messi, for being honest. So that makes you sense. You go to hell. Uh, do you do you request it ever, or you no. just well, occasion every now and then I have. Yeah. Okay. When you because if you go in now, when you order sometimes from places and you can do digital ordering, you can really get into the nuances of what you want of the pizza and that sort of thing and how you want it, how much sauce, etc. And you can you know square cut. When you when things. you make pizza at the house, do you square cut it for yourself when you make it together? See, I don't normally make a pizza for myself. You don't so like heat up pizza or anything for the family? If I made up a pizza for myself, I would just just not even cut it. Oh, I see. Just roll it up like one bag yeah. of pizza roll and yeah. shove it in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are some hacks for you. Big J says square cut your own pizza. I say uh, get it unsliced to make it hotter, fresher, and uh, make sure it's good when it comes to your door. If you're going to get pizza that much, you should have one of those fancy... Like heat saving things they put in, 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 you know, when you get delivery a lot of times. I don't know what you're talking about. One of those pizza things they put in. Oh, like the the, the oven bags? Yeah, that, yeah, so an oven that, bag. Thank you. That, uh, but, I mean, this is something that if it's getting delivered to you as well, you can ask yeah. for. Okay, if you're, you're making right. the run, right. that should that, you're right. You can do that. But, I mean, if, it, if you're getting it delivered or made, you can actually request for it unsliced, and therefore it comes to you pizza, hopefully. Pizza. Get some pizza, pizza tonight, Yeah, it's a good idea. Half pepperoni, half pineapple. Morning after with Nick and Big J. I can oh. understand why that would suck the love of pizza out of you. Thank folks. you. Like, I mean, if it's the same thing every time and it's stuff that you don't want. Like, I don't mind pepperoni pizza. I love yeah, it, actually. Yeah, it's... But, like, that, like to every single time, like, there's no variety or anything. Like, what's your... What, the perfect pizza topping? Build it for, for me. The pers- for me, the pizza I enjoy the most would just be pepperoni and jalapenos. Okay. That's it, really? Uh, yeah. Um, but I, I like to, I like to you know, every now and then try out something else. You know, some sausage here, some peppers, whatever. I mean, you know. Can I tell you something that I have recently discovered and now I'm getting on all my pizzas when I get them uh, meatballs the yeah, meatballs, meatballs. I, I have really enjoyed the the meatballs on pizza and so my pizza is pepperoni meatball give me the onions give me the yeah. green peppers and I am good to go and that is that is my pizza. I right see now. some, and see here's the thing. So I know we're going off on a way tangent here, but <laughs> like we had considered buying a pizza oven, uh-huh. like an expensive pizza oven, and which is funny because we don't make pizza, pizza at home. That, but that's one of the reasons why is that's part of it. A uh, nice heat hot thing. But like when I see pizza sometimes and it get they plop on some ricotta on that, I'm like, I wonder how that tastes. You know, you just see some some fancy pizzas being done, and I'm like, I need to venture out more. Yeah, and try then, some but then stuff. I'm like, but then I'm with these people who only want pineapple yeah. and pepperoni. Yeah, it's a tough thing to to deal with, and I am sorry that you have to deal with that. But uh, maybe you'll get some pizza tonight, and they never let you have it your way, not even once, a little bit. Nah, no. Wow. Nah. Morning after with Nick and Big J coming up in a few short minutes. Some important stuff. The morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, you lived in the Treasure Valley for quite a long time. How often are you switching on that GPS to get you from point A to point B? Um, I don't know. It depends. If I'm going somewhere, I've never been. <laughs> right, I get that. Which or was if how I'm going often? to somebody's house. Okay, that you've never been to. Sure, yeah. I understand that. But, I mean, is it often? Is it not very much? Is it a common <clears throat> occurrence? I mean, when needed. So I don't need it that much. Good. Thank you. That's what I was rarely will go with. I understand people use it when they need to use it. I'm just wondering how often that happens to be for you in particular. I'm not a damn Uber driver. Uh, But uh, if you do use GPS on the regular, maybe it's time to stop because 
there is a new survey out that says that, you know, it probably shouldn't surprise you, but our smartphones, the fact that everything is at our whim whenever we need it, has done a lot to make us cognitively decline. You understand, Big J? Yes. We're just not as smart as we used to be because we don't need to be anymore. If we forget something, we type it into Google and we have the answer. And then we don't retain that knowledge because we don't need to. It's not there for us. But now there's also a survey that says that, hey, listen, if you use GPS all the time, not only are you not going to remember how to get from point A to point B, but also it could actually help if you use regular maps and stop using GPS with dementia down the road. Because using old-fashioned maps could help prevent things like dementia and cognitive decline. Researchers at McMaster University say orienteering or navigation puzzles or using just plain old maps to figure out where you are can stave off this cognitive decline. For adults who are older, this could be useful in slowing the onset of dementia. Now, these type of navigation skills may have, were basically brought into us and helped us evolve to hunt and gather. And modern life may lack that specific physical challenge and cognitive challenges that needs the brain that helps the brain survive and thrive. The team studied healthy adults between the ages of 18 and 87 years old, and those who participated displayed better navigational and memory skills after stopping using GPS for six months. Adding such activities to one's daily routine could offer similar benefits, so get out the paper map or challenge yourself by finding a new route when you're out and about, and that could help you get a little bit more of a lay of the land and help your brain in the process. There you go, Big J. Help me. That's what your brain is saying. Yep. Kansas City Chiefs, Philadelphia Eagles, Cincinnati Bengals, and San Francisco 49ers moving on to the championship round. After their victories this weekend, it will be the Eagles and the 49ers in the early game on Sunday, the Chiefs and the Bengals in the late game on Sunday night to see who gets to go to the Super Bowl. Rest in peace, Big J, to Sal Bando. He is a four-time All-Star third baseman for the Oakland Athletics. He later played for, and I remember him, as the general manager of the Milwaukee Brewers during my childhood years. He passed away at the age of 78 after a long battle with cancer, the teams announced on Saturday. He won three consecutive world champions as, championships as the captain of the A's from 72 to 74. He led the American League in extra base hits, doubles, and total bases during the 73 season when he hit 287 while he played all 162. Was a pretty good front office guy for the fighting crew as well, although never winning a championship for him. I do remember him. Met him once, as a matter of fact, when I was a little kid. Whoa. He was very nice. Very nice gentleman. So rest in peace to Sal Bando, who passed away this weekend at the age of 78. Uh, Pamela Anderson is getting ready to release a memoir called Love Pamela, Big J. And the way that you sell books these days is you release little bits of pieces of things to magazines like Variety and People and hope that people read those tidbits and go, ooh, I wonder what other, you know, tea is in this particular novel. Ooh. And the big one that she's talking about is her time on Home Improvement. Remember when she was the Tool Time Girl in 1991, Big yeah, J? Yeah, I do. Before she moved on to Baywatch and somebody else took that role? Well, Pam Anderson says that during the first season Season of home improvement in 1991 when she was 23 years old tim allen exposed himself to her big j disgusting she said on the first day of filming she walked out of her dressing room and tim was in the hallway in his robe and then he opened up his robe and flashed quickly and he was completely naked underneath and his joke was quote because he had seen me naked in playboy it was only fair that i saw him naked and now we're even and he laughed uncomfortably 
Uh, Allen, for the record, has denied the accusation, saying it's never happened. He would never do such a thing. But that feels like a really 90s Tim Allen thing to do. Yeah, you also were a cokehead. So right. that's what I'm saying. Like, that's the kind of joke I can see Tim Allen trying to make. Why not just make? cop to good? You know what? I don't even remember doing that. I probably did. I'm sorry. It was a terrible thing to do. Because that makes the, that when you admit to bad things, then people think you're a bad person. But even we already think that about Tim Allen. Yeah, I don't know. you were a bad. You went to jail. You went to prison. But that was the 70s. He was supposed to be over that by the 90s. You know, I mean, that was supposed to be in uh, that was prime Tim Allen territory. But it does. I mean, listen, I don't know who's telling the truth. It just when I hear a story like that, I can if I can close my eyes and go, yeah, I can kind of see Tim Allen doing that. It, it kind of checks out. What's he doing? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> making crunch noise. <laughs> Is that pretty good? Yeah. yeah Morning after. Almost too good. With Nick and Big J. Well, listen, I love Tim Allen. Let's take a look at the TDS Fiber Traffic Center, shall we? Yeah, we got some tickets here. Uh, show coming Saturday, February 11th to the Knitting Factory. The Foos Fighters. I mean, get together and sing some Foo Fighter songs with the band. That'll be fun. And a uh, tribute show. Never a bad thing at all. You just need to beat me in Pop Culture Smackdown here to get your hands on these tickets. Our phone number is 208-287-1003. That's the number that you need to call if you would like to play Pop Culture Smackdown. And hopefully, in your case anyway, defeat Big J and pick up these tickets and claim them as your own. And then you celebrate, have a good time, go to a concert, and everything is right in the world. At least that's the plan. Hello, the X. Hello. Good morning, sir. What's your name, please? This is Joshua. All right, Joshua, you are up first. Joshua, we need to know, what is the primary grain used in most beers? Is it corn, rice, or barley? Uh. Joshua? Yes? Sorry, it sounded like your phone cut out. I didn't hear. If you answered, we oh. didn't hear you. Barley. Barley is absolutely correct. Good job. Big J, which Lion King character did Beyonce voice in the live action remake? Nala, Simba, or Sarabi? Let's go with Nala. Nala is correct. Good job. Joshua, back to you. Joshua, what musical earned Meryl Streep a Grammy nomination for her singing? Was it the Best Little Whorehouse in Texas, Mamma Mia, or Cats? I think it was the best little whorehouse. Uh, she was not in the best oh, little whorehouse in Texas, and for that, I'm sorry. Hello, the X. That was Dolly Parton. Big J, not. Sound good this morning, Big J. Hello. Hello. Hey, we need to know what musical earned Meryl Streep a Grammy nomination for her singing. Was it the best little whorehouse in Texas, Mamma Mia, or Cats? Mamma Mia. That is correct. Well right. done. You're taking on Big J. Mamma Mia. Big J, what classic film gave Meryl Streep her first major screen role? I'll give you a hint. It's got Robert De Niro in it. Cape Fear. Cape Fear. You think Meryl Streep came around 1989? No, no. I mean, right when I said it, I'm like that. Hey, let's give it to me that I knew she was in that movie. Okay? She was not in Cape Fear. Oh, she wasn't? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Boy, look now, at my face. Robert De Niro was. Yeah, so yeah, maybe yeah. That's Boy. where you Oof. got it from. Uh, how about this? Raging Bull, The Deer Hunter, or E.T.? Let's go with Deer Hunter. No, that is correct. Right. Deer Hunter would have been the right answer. Uh, congratulations, I, ma'am. You got yourself tickets to the Foos Fighters. Hang on one second, and we'll get you all hooked up with those. I don't know anything about Meryl Streep. Really? So. Like the, one of the most prolific actors of our time. You don't know Actresses, anything about her? Uh, yeah, I don't. Well, same thing. Uh, do you, 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 so you haven't seen her in anything? Is that Probably, thing? but I, you know, it's not like I uh, make note of it. I see. So you don't have like a favorite Meryl Streep movie? No. 
Why is that, you think? Because she's not in any action movies? Is that what Yeah, it that's does? right. What about The River Wild? Isn't that an action movie? A River Wild? Yeah, with Kevin Bacon. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Her and her family get taken hostage by Kevin Bacon on a, uh, while they're right river rafting, and it goes crazy. Oh, is that Meryl Streep? Yeah, you better believe I it. I thought it that was somebody else. Well, you also thought she was in Cape Fear, so right. I'm, and I'm not going to trust your knowledge of Meryl Streep movie. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your pop culture smackdown. We got some headlines next on the X Rocks. You know, After with Nick and Big J. Headlines brought to you by another Half Price Friday. Man, those Vodovino Half Price Fridays went quick on Friday, which is why we tell you about these early so that you can get them as soon as they go on sale at 9 o'clock on Friday at xrock.com. And this week's Half Price Friday is a good one, man. Willow Creek Grill, $25 will get you $50 to it. It is awesome. They've got a great sushi bar there, and they've been serving their great Latin and Asian-infused fare since 2004. Got a great fireplace, local brews on tap, handcrafted burgers. Uh, they got house-made soups. The soups there are fantastic, by the way. And if you're craving sushi, you're in luck. they got a variety of a bunch of different rolls there for you. They're open for lunch and dinner Monday through Saturday. Willow Creek Grill is the half-price Friday this Friday. That'll go fast at, at too. Xrock.com. I know, Place man. This has been good for a long time. Really good. So check it out. Friday goes live on the front page of Xrock.com, and that's when you can grab it. Headlines are as follows. Uh oh, okay. Eat up and dance like no one's watching. Eat up. A man who spent weeks lost at sea survived by eating ketchup and seasoning before he was rescued, Big J. Whoa. He, uh, the Colombian Navy announced Wednesday that Elvis Francois, he's 47 years old, had been sent to carry out repairs on a sailboat near the island of St. Martin in the Caribbean in December. That's when bad weather dragged his vessel out to sea. Now, he doesn't have any navigational know-how, probably because he has a GPS in his phone, and that prevented him from getting back to shore. He had no food, according to the Colombian Navy, but what he did have on the boat was a bottle of ketchup and garlic powder. And so he ended up living on that for a ridiculous amount of time. 24 days, Big J. The man Holy lived cow. on ketchup and garlic powder and was finally rescued from the island nation of Dominica about 24 days after he was adrift, about 120 nautical miles off the coast of Colombia, after a plane noticed the word help written on the hull of his boat. It was written, Big J, in ketchup. And that's well, ketchup really, saved this man's life. He leg. really made that bottle of ketchup. Was it a full bottle of ketchup? It had to. Well, I mean, I don't know. I, I guess I don't know what a ketchup ration is. How, you, how much you would need to live on, I guess, is another question altogether. But he was able to make it happen. Maybe the help wasn't that big, or I don't, I don't know. It had to be pretty this full This is uh, Patrick Mahomes' hero. Wait, what? Oh, he loves ketchup. You don't remember oh, that? I, 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 that was not at the top of my mind. No. When I hear well, we're ketchup, about ketchup, I don't think Patrick Mahomes. I'm oh, sorry. when I think about ketchup, I think about Patrick Mahomes. Uh, well, that's weird, but who I do eats understand. steak with ketchup? Whack uh, jobs, that's who. No, I won't, I won't uh, argue that. My ex-wife used to. Dance like no one's watching or, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, Okay. The Cumberland Police Department in Rhode Island is going to test a cookie for Santa's DNA after a young investigator sent the evidence in. The little detective sent in an Oreo cookie and some carrot sticks that she suspects were partially eaten by Santa Claus himself because they were there on Christmas morning when she woke up. The young lady has a keen sense for truth and the investigative process, and so the chief of the Cumberland Police Department said they're happy to package her evidence for submission. 
The department has already uncovered additional evidence of Santa in the area. There was a photo of deer on Christmas Eve, but I'm trying to figure out if they're going to use science to break this little girl's heart. And I'm not sure how this, this is going to work out. This feels out. like Miracle on 34th Street all over again. I mean, if uh, I don't know what they plan. I mean, I guess you could say, here's the here's my question. How do you win? Do you win by saying they found Santa's DNA on this stuff and you make this little girl's day and then she realizes only later that you're a bunch of liars and awful people no, or, you, and a waste of resources? You, you cop out and say the results were inconclusive. There you go. That, that's smart. And and do you actually send these off to get tested so that you waste resources no. and money? No. Okay, so the whole thing's a lie from the word go? Yeah. Okay. So A charade. Let's call it a charade. Okay. All right? There's a little less. You're right. But I guess you're just doubling down on the lie we already tell, right? The charade that we already tell. Right? I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, exactly. I'm not responsible for this. Nick is, everybody. Exactly. I haven't said anything. Nick just did it. He other said than, it. Other than things could get real sketchy, and this is how little people grow up to uh, not believe police. That's all I'm trying to tell you. Wrap it up with dance like no one is watching. There is a 101-year-old woman. That is still alive today, Big J, and she says the secret to keeping herself young and healthy includes dancing every single day. Her name is Dinky Flowers, and I love her name. And she is the oldest woman in the United Kingdom, and she is ready to offer up some tips for longevity if anybody will listen. She says she could not live without dancing every day, and that's what's kept her young and happy. She says it sounds hard to dance when you're 101 years old, but you know what? It's not if you love what you're doing. And once you know what you're doing and you're being taught by a teacher that you know what to do and you're able to practice the right moves, it could be the secret to a very long life. She started dancing at the age of three. She still teaches lessons at her dance school, Big J. It's called the Dinky Flowers Dance School. To this day, you can take classes from a 101-year-old woman that will teach you how to dance. Damn. That's pretty awesome. Listen, I'll I'll, te- I'll learn anything from somebody named Dinky Flowers. She's got lots to tell me. I can promise you that. Last time you danced, Big J, go. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't remember. Your wedding? Your Would that wedding, be the last? Your wedding. My wedding? Oh, we're bringing up my wedding in my... Sorry, I tried to avoid it. A lot. I tried not to say anything, Jesus. but you demanded an answer, didn't you? I don't have therapy till Thursday. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. Trying to protect yours, traffic. I do not remember you dancing at my wedding. I legitimately remember you dancing at your wedding. You were busy checking to see who threw up in the bathroom. That was still an unsolved mystery that we all think we found the answer to, but the person adamantly denies that that's what happened. Adamantly? That's not what I said. That's what you heard. That is Green Day. That is she here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on the X Rocks. And there are often two things going on during the course of the show. There's stuff that happens on the air, and then there's things that happen off the air behind the scenes here in the studio. Yeah. And <laughs> wonderful Big J moment just happened uh, behind the scenes because uh, it was a very good thing you were trying to do to somebody and for somebody. Yeah. And it, it may have backfired just a little bit. Just a t- innocence. Uh, innocence. 
So uh, some co-workers had uh, taken a trip to Vegas uh, for business, and uh, one of them had uh, mentioned on Facebook, like, this other particular person deserves an award, deserves a medal for what they did. And I'm like, listen, this person deserves a medal just in general because of how kick-ass they are and how much positivity and amazingness they bring uh, to uh, uh, our uh, place of work and for done, done so for many years. And I'm like, you know what? I happen to have a medal at my desk and I'm like I'm going to give that to her I plan on taking it over there to her after the show Uh but she presented herself here so uh, she came in and started to have a conversation. I'm like, hey, I'll be right back. I went and grabbed it. Now, this medal is from our friends at Crowbot. Uh, it's uh, one of those kind of kitschy things that they send out. Uh, you know, we're supporting their song, Golden. And it's this beautiful, huge medal. And it says Golden on it yeah. and Crowbot on the top. It's like an Olympic medal. It's got yeah. a big yellow ribbon. It's, it's a huge, heavy chunk of metal that says Golden on it. And Big J's like, I mean, perfect. Boom, perfect. And I went in. I put donned it on her and everything. And we sit here. She has a conversation uh and i'm like here you go here's the medal and she's like i'm not sure what i did to earn this and i'm like you've done everything everything you do is worthy of this medal uh and that was it yeah and congratulations then as she got up to leave uh she took a closer look at said medal which it clearly big j did not do because neither did you you well, son but of a- i'm not trying to give it to somebody so and so uh on the medal in the background behind the crowbot is a very uh, i guess uh a uh, significant close-up of the lead singer's uh, package uh, of, like you know, his jeans. Yeah, yeah. Of his he's junk. wearing pants. Yeah. he's wearing pants, and it's a yellow pair of pants. Right. Uh, well, it may be yellow from the actual metal, yeah. but it, it is a close-up of uh, somebody's midsection and their crotch area, basically. And as she looks at the metal for like the third time on the way out, she goes, "Did you just give me a medal?" <laughs> He's crotch. And Big J goes, no. And then he looks at it and goes, well, maybe. <laughs> and uh, all of a sudden, it turned into a very inappropriate gift to give somebody nah. in the workplace. Well, don't nah that. I mean, giving a picture of somebody's crotch to somebody Again, in a metal form. I think, and if we learned anything from all of our um, our training when it comes to this harassment stuff, it's intent. You're right. right. I had no intent of it being in any way, shape, or form inappropriate because uh, I didn't realize that that was actually there. So whatever. Yes. Uh, while I'm not sure that would hold up, I do not think you'll be getting a complaint lodged because uh, she did notice it and it was all taken in fair game. But I guess this is serve as a lesson to hey, make sure you give everything a good once over before you give it away in the workplace so that you don't accidentally Just ruin thing. And then I wouldn't have had a cool medal to give her. No, if I'd no, I understand. But like, let's say you give that to the wrong person. It could have gone sideways, I guess is my point. Whenever you give somebody a picture what, of somebody's crotch. Then that person wouldn't have deserved that medal. <laughs> Tell you Wait, right are now. you? She's getting a medal for putting up with your harassment. No. Oh, just making sure. Stop twisting words, pal. Mo- morning after with Nick and Big J. Grow up to be a lawyer. Your chance to win something from us with bad impressions is coming up next on the X Rocks. Trip with Nick and Big J. Bad Impressions brought to you by Treasure Valley Subaru. More than just Subaru, they're the Idaho Center pre-owned superstore. And we have tickets for you to the Foos Fighters, Nick. Uh, you can check them out on February 10th out at the Knitting Factory. It will be a fantastic show. And I'm sorry, February 11th, Saturday, February 11th. Uh, a little tribute action to the Foo Fighters. We'll hook you up with those if you can figure out bad impressions. Free tickets up for grabs, 208-287-1003. In order to claim them, you have to solve bad impressions, which works like this. Big J has prepared three clues, three of them, 
all of them point individually and collectively towards somebody that is famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is in those three clues or less, you are going to go check out the show on the 11th. Uh, guesses as to how many, how many it's going to take? Oh, probably three oh. plus. Three plus? Hello, the X. Hey. Good morning, man. What's your name? Evan. All right, you're up first. Good luck. How does one right. get 30 plus broken bones? Try stopping a runaway snowcat. Uh, Jeremy Renner. Hey, one and done. Take that, Big J. Hang on one second. We'll hook you up with those Foos Fighters tickets. What were clues two and three for fun? Damn. Yeah, even before I got out of the hospital, I was promoting my show on Paramount Plus called Mayor of Kingston. And it's official. I'm now the toughest Avenger. Well, I play Avenger Hawkeye, and I'm clearly the toughest actor among those who play Avengers. Uh, That's for sure. And why is Jeremy Renner in the news? Uh, He is now at home, uh, resting maybe uncomfortably with those 30-plus broken bones. Uh, that uh, he uh, they clearly uh, there's a picture of him at home and uh, doing some physical therapy. But we were talking about uh, this here just off air a little bit about what the future might hold for Hawkeye with this because obviously he's got a long road ahead. For sure. I, I mean, I'm sure he's happy that he is able to go home. I mean, the fact that he's home is amazing. The fact that they're doing like exercises and bending his legs, considering how many you know yeah. actual broken bones he must have had and probably still has as they're healing is incredible. So yeah, the amount of pain and toughness that he is enduring is incredible. So props to him for sure. But yeah, you know, the the least of what I'm sure he's worried about is what's going to happen with Hawkeye Season 2. But, you know, of course the MCU needs to figure this stuff out because this is the stuff that they have to deal with and they have a roadmap and now all real life can sometimes mess with that roadmap. Yeah, and Hawkeye, the uh, Disney Plus series, underrated. Oh, it's like, fantastic. It's really, really good. And everybody involved was fantastic. But uh, clearly he is a tough MF for, that's what everybody says, including Chris Evans. And he's like, nobody's asking about the snowcat. You know, how was that thing? <laughs> right. Because uh, it did. He did talk about how you know he you know most of his they had to reconstruct his his whole his chest and everything was crushed. I mean, if it wasn't for the snow, that may have been the, the saving grace there. But I mean, uh, it's amazing what the body can endure sometimes. And uh, we're just happy that he's he's back home healthy. And I'm sure we'll get updates from time to time. He's pretty good about that on uh, Twitter. Amen. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We will wrap up the show here next on the X Rocks. <laughs> Man. That is disturbed. That is bad, man. And that is wrapping up the morning after with Nick and Big J. It was a busy and good show today. We talked about uh, chickens and what you should do with them or not do with them over the course of the show today. We talked about pizza. We talked about uh, drugs and strip searches. We talked about Big J giving away inappropriate meals to no, female staff No, it was appropriate. Members. It just turned out to be inappropriate. And we even had a chance to give away some stuff. And, of course, uh, tomorrow on the show, that will continue. We also have not one Big J, but over the course of the show, two concert announcements that we are bringing to town that will be released tomorrow morning on this show. So if you like live music, uh, and I do believe, by the way, both of these shows will sell fairly fast. So something to keep in mind as well. So these are two fairly big concert announcements, we think, tomorrow morning that you might want to tune in for. And that leaves you with the floor, Big J. So uh, Joe Burrow, you know, successful uh, Cincinnati Bengals quarterback. Uh Had a pretty good game against uh, the Bills. And after, in his uh, post-game presser, uh, you know, and, and he's also uh, lauded, lauded as a, a fashion icon at this point oh, with some of his wares. I did not know that. Uh, he, he was wearing sweatpants uh, from the show Seinfeld. They said Seinfeld. They're, they're Seinfeld sweatpants. I never... They make Seinfeld sweatpants? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know, I mean, uh, just... 
all kinds of crazy stuff out there that is this promotional stuff. So uh-huh. he said he got them last year as a present, and uh, they're just they just say Seinfeld on them. Is, is he a big fan of the show then, or apparently so? Yes. That you can't say that about a lot of twenty-four-year-old people that yeah. they're huge Seinfeld fans, considering the show was mostly off the air by the time he was born. But hey, I'm glad that he has good taste. I like that. Yeah. So, uh, where are you going to get yourself some Seinfeld sweatpants? Uh, if they, I don't think they have them in my size. We probably can't afford them either. Those are Joe Burrow pants, man. Next set of X-Rock brought to you by Team Mazda. It is easy to get your auto loan pre-approved with Team Mazda's iPreCheck. Just click the big blue button at GoTeamMazda.com and you are good to go. That's it for us. Jason Drew's coming in next. We will see you guys tomorrow. Have a good one. It's the X-Rocks. <laughs> The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.